have any intentions that anyone would like to put forward? I know that I keep hearing that we're about to face and of course keep hearing this, but I keep hearing that it's going to be pretty intense over the next couple of weeks, energetically, information wise. I don't know what's going to go down or if anything's going to go down, but it seems to be an ongoing consensus and like this feeling of something building. And I don't know what that's all about, but perhaps just holding some space around each individual's experience of the intensity, just to have some space and some grace and some room to breathe as everybody goes through whatever they're inevitably going to go through. And if I could be more, more evasive, just let me know. (laughs) I'll try to be pretty good. (laughs) But when you started talking, the first thing that popped in my head was war. Yeah, me too. I think things are going to escalate. I hope I'm wrong. So maybe the intention can be focused on how would we phrase it? The idea is, to help keep that from happening or to somehow create protection for i don't know that we want to because and i write about this in my book about the destroying archetypes where souls are brought in as karmic ambassadors to bring down societies and religions and governments so that the masses can be awakened and enlightened into the new era that's moving in so Part of this stuff is necessary. I guess my prayer is that the innocent be protected in all ways possible. I watched The Passion of the Christ the other day, and it was clear to me that we are, and I write about this in my book as well, we have the illusion of being a person, but we're basically spirit in a 3D hologram, awakening to who we truly are. It's not about necessarily preserving the body other than we want to embody our spirit within it but in terms of the whole thing that Jesus did was he laid down his life so that he could bring in another level of consciousness to the planet in terms of saving life we're eternal going from one life to another what's important is what's happening with the spirit I guess my prayer is that innocence be protected and that the spirit survive and triumph over all of it. Mm. That's my prayer. I'm getting the imagery and the whatever it is. I'm seeing instead of pouring ourselves out, we need to pull ourselves back in. That's what I'm seeing happen to people, like all the divisions, all the separations, all the war, all the fighting, all that desire to go outward to help we're really, I think this is such a grand opportunity to go inward. And that's what makes all of this outward stuff make sense in my world and can allow it to be is because the challenge isn't how do we fix what's happening out there? The challenge is how do we stay settled, connected, thriving within our beingness, regardless of the illusions that are being put out there. Now be that illusions, thanks to orchestrated stuff by the media or illusions being Like you just said, there is a death and an ending when really it's just eternal spirit. So what I'm seeing for all the people around the world in these countries that are directly getting affected in the countries that are getting affected secondhand because of whatever agenda or reasoning behind it or means to an end that's behind it, 
my desire is for people to come back to themselves and pull themselves back in versus that continual reaching out. Cause I think that's just so depleting. That's what I feel. Yeah. I desire to help. So let me pour myself out here. We're really the most powerful thing that we can do was settle ourselves within our beingness. And from there, we may be led by spirit to do some kind of outreach, but it's so different. It's so much more powerful. I feel than believing there's those we need to rescue and save or fix or change or continue to feed into the illusion and the hologram of it all. It feels like a very bold statement to say, sit back and settle within yourself when there's so much happening in the world. However, it feels like the most powerful thing that one could do to me. I agree. Yeah. It's not about trying to change anything out there. It always boils down to what our relationship is with ourselves. For the purpose of this, I think maybe I can express it a little bit better. My intention is to, to add to the field a sense of love, a sense of comfort, a prayer for each person to be able to have a more intimate relationship with themselves. I'm with you on that. And that same feeling, I get that same feeling as when you settle within yourself, that's what you're sending out to the world energetically. It's like you settling yourself is settling the world because the more individual spots of settledness adds to the collective subtleness and it's unlike what other people are doing because i see so many people that are caught up caught up and y'all know i just have a beautiful spiritual friend of mine who is dipped into a lot of the propaganda and the narrative that gets pushed out she has no idea that she would do anything other than be an ethical integrity filled journalist who is compassionate about people so her art is encompassing what's happening in the world. Like everything about her expression right now is encompassing out there. And I just want to see her draw herself back in. What would she be creating if it was coming from within instead of this outward pouring, which she feels is helping because she knows that she's bringing her goodness to these situations. Yes. But it's still perpetuating that division, the illusion, the lie. It's all still unsettled. Yeah. I had a two-hour conversation with a guy who's totally into all the outward conversation. He was really jazzed about my book and then he wanted to draw me into this conversation. I had to speak up because there was just a barrage of, I'm informing you what's going on in the world. I am informed. I don't really need you to inform me. (laughs) You don't seem to be interested in what I have to say because you didn't ask me. I need to be respected on this level. Just don't blob on me right this is why i don't broach the subject with my friend well delight in her beingness and i'm practicing that unconditional acceptance by just allowing her to be where she's at because i know words just aren't what's needed it's a realization within yourself otherwise we're just battling who's right and that's totally missing the whole point so i just love her and i hold that space and make sure that i stay settled 
It's so hard to see a friend go though, because I just want to reel her back in and be like, but wait, you think everybody's creating a spiritual bypass and you're sucked into doing the same thing. And then I'm like, am I doing the same thing? Let me just bring it back to me. <laughs> yeah, I think we have good intentions going on here. Lovely. Yeah. All right. I'd like to set the field first by singing the Christ Code Mantra. And lastly, I'd like to just have us do the Sophia breath to actually activate our energy system a little bit more. Now I'd like to call in the Ascended Dragon Masters, the Solar and Galactic Archangels, the Goddess team that works with us, the Intra- stellar and extrastellar beings who work for the highest good, who would like to participate in this gathering, the elemental kingdom, the Christ codes, and of course, Mother Sophia overlighting all of this. We offer ourselves up in service to Mother Sophia with our intentions set out into the field. Council's journey. Would you like to go first? Okay. Once we connected, it started with a pulsating at the top of my forehead, not my third eye. And then I had a sense of many visuals ranging throughout our history. When I say visuals, it's very vague concepts that show themselves. There's no real detail. A sense of many visuals ranging throughout our history. I see formal parties with couples engaged in dancing. I see war pictures. I see impoverished villages in Africa with suffering children, as well as joyous gatherings in villages with chanting and colorful costumes. I had a sense of an angelic presence encircling the planet, many angels. Stereotypical pictures of winged beings flying sending grace to all of humanity. And for those who are being hurt and killed, they are present to ease their transition. What is really important is for each of us to step as fully as we are able into our own power. Each one of us who is operating in a focused, fully intentionalized manner has an exponential effect on the planet's population and course of evolution. When there are groups such as this one, especially when they are coupled with the assistance of out-of-body masters, focusing in this intentionalized, purposeful manner, the results are even more dramatic. And a little bit of a channeling. Know that truly there is no right or wrong, that what occurs in the physical reality that is of separation and pain, though unpleasant, cannot be separated from divinity. There is no separation simply perspectives resulting in different levels of density. Knowing this can be of assistance moving forward for any and all events about to come forth into humanity's consciousness. This is the way of change, is it not? The thoughts are in place often in what you call time, way before the events occur. 
So we are dealing with levels of perception, levels of awareness, degrees of separation from source. So be it. This is the way of humanity's evolution. Trust that attention is given and received from efforts of each of you and the sacred congregation you refer to as triad. We encourage you to be steadfast in these gatherings and when possible, allow yourselves to share even more thoroughly. I am now feeling a massing of energy in my forehead. This is different than the pulsating I experienced earlier. It feels almost like a ramping up of energy. Were it to be translated externally, it would be like groups of people coming together to deal with an adversary, almost like soldiers, though there is not a sense of violence, more like anger, concern, and resolve. It will be interesting to see how this expands into my day. There's a feeling of a different resolve within me and a knowing of a more conscious day-to-day working with the goddesses. That's it. Well said, well spoken. That was interesting and not so correlated to Bennett's, but perhaps so with the symbology. I'm just not familiar with the symbology. So maybe Sonia can add some insights on this. The first image that I got was very distinctly shown of a pig swimming across a pool of water and on each of the teats of the pig was a suckling baby pig. So the pig's just swimming and these little baby pigs are attached on either side until she got over to the side of the pool and made her way out. The next image that I saw was a cross-legged figure, which came to mind like Buddha, but it wasn't Buddha. It was Christ, but it wasn't Christ. It was really just an individual and the Buddha and Christ energy within that beingness, the individual reached forward and scooped up what just looked like air and then held it up and blew it like a kiss out. And I put in my writing, place it in the hands of the Buddha slash Christ, which is inside you and blow it as a kiss into the universe slash nothingness from which it came. And then from the nothingness came everything. The nothingness is the source of everything, the fabric of everything. And then a song came into my head, which was about offering it up. The lyrics read, it's either, is it building you up or is it lifting you up or is it dragging you down, down? You can offer it up till some better days come around. <laughs> I like there that. You have it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't know the symbolism of a pig or suckling piglets. I always take water to represent and symbolize the emotional aspects of life or of the human experience. I was like, do I tell them this? Yes, I tell them this. Yes. Typically the pig with Anne has been a symbol for indulgence. The pig has some greater qualities too. I think it's very much like a dog at times. It's very loyal to its owners. It's loving. And then the children on its teeth, and she's carrying it across the water. It has almost a double meaning for me. Yeah, when I first had the image and was reflecting on it, reminded me of being carried through our emotions, like what's feeding us as we're being carried through our emotions. And at first 
my mind went to the perpetuation of all this illusion being the thing that's feeding into mm-hmm. people's emotions. And then in retrospect, once my imagery was done and I was just left to sit with what I had been shown and nothing new coming forward, that's when I attached to that emotional body of water and there's this nourishing you to carry you across those emotions until you're on sure-footed land again. I didn't get a specific hit on if the pig was to represent those that are suckling off this illusion that are being carried along, or if it's more just our own turning to our own internal mother's nourishment to carry Mm -hmm. us through. And I didn't get a clear image once the pig stood up on ground if the babies detached themselves or if they were still attached it was not significant or at least not where my attention went it just led straight to the person sitting cross-legged and uh, flew back out again all right the pool of water is a healing pool it's fifth dimension and of course the buddha and the christ they both represent levels of humanity that need to come together the Wiesak Festival is really a time where those two energies merge together. Buddha preceded Christ to prepare the way for Christ. And so those two work together on the inner planes. It was specifically like, that's just the image, just the image that we pull to mind. It's just the image of it, but really it's what's inside that forms the body to be that way, if that makes sense. It was very clear that it wasn't like, Oh, go to the Christ, go to the Buddha, because that's outside of you and a being right. to visit. They were for us to model ourselves after, not to become them or to put them up on pedestals. They were living examples of what our potential is. So I think what you shared is completely in line with what I was talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really, bestowing the kiss. The angels easing the transitions, sharing their grace. Feels pretty similar. Just not quite as literal this time around. There's always been this negative thing about the pig because they live in the mud and the slime and they're externally have a very dirty environment that they live in. Yet they're supposed to be one of the cleanest animals in terms of how they take care of themselves. This pig was pristine and the water was totally clear yeah there's been a negative thing about the pig but i think the pig is actually quite a loving creature and very devoted to its caretaker so anyway it's something that we could contemplate for a while (laughs) i'll check my favorite symbology book and see what it has to say i'm not sure i've ever looked up pig before but i will yeah it's really an individual thing but it's also a prototypal image Mm -hmm will tend to place their own negative interpretations on it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so it gets out like that, but I think you have to take the whole personality of, of the creature into consideration when you're looking at it as a symbol. But four-legged creatures typically represent personalities. Anyway, I will share mine. I see us in the heart womb of Mother Sophia, held in her light and love. I see our prayers going out as ribbons of light and love rippling throughout the field. I'm now seeing a white stallion standing up on its haunches, carrying the ribbons that are now attached to it. It is running in a spiral. Now it's taking flight and becomes Pegasus. Its wings are strong. I can hear the power of the wings as it lifts itself higher into the heavens. 
This is a powerful prayer that is being sent on waves of energy throughout the archetypal kingdom. I am now seeing Pegasus with rainbow colored wings. Light beams are shooting out from his wings into the light rays where this prayer is being dispersed. I'm also seeing like beams, almost like snowflakes, maybe more like angel dust falling over the planet as this energy is being dispersed here on earth. It is now being caught up into wind and creating a funnel. People are being drawn to the funnel, going through the center of the eye and coming out the other end transformed. The war is the conduit for this funnel to operate through. It is drawing attention so that the consciousness can be pulled into the eye of the storm. And as they go through it, they become enlightened. As the people exit the funnel, they start to form a ring around the planet all holding hands and beaming love and light into the center of Mother Earth. The power of love and light is building a sphere of light that is growing from its center, expanding out until it covers the whole planet. Mother Earth is now encompassed in this ring of light. I see the masters surrounding us and joining their light with ours. We are connected through the ribbons of light, which are also pathways of ascension. At the other end of the ribbons are the light workers who are bringing the messages flowing through the ribbons. That's what I got. I didn't mention I saw the angels distributing some kind of material down on the planet. Not unlike what you were saying. So three different perspectives that all talk about the same thing as usual. Yeah. powerful prayer so it's from a more of a heavenly perspective and an earthly perspective coming together basically today feels weighty yeah it feels like different levels of consciousness i think bennett is more earth his stuff was more history seeing everything mm -hmm. in the earth war impoverishment festivals it's like all of the earth scene and Chrissy's then taking that earth scene and bringing it up into a symbolic interpretation of how that is playing out. Mine feels more cosmic. How's that's working through the cosmos down in? So it's like this whole. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say mine feels grounded and calm, but uplifting at the same time. So I could see that kind of pulling both directions. I think each, at uh, least with mine and I think Chrissy's at least, I see, like you said, this kind of thing. It's not all earthbound. Exactly. No, you had a beautiful message. I just wrote down <laughs> the beginning parts, but it felt very integrated and a whole picture for us to look at. I really felt our prayer was very powerful and our session reflects that. I'd like to give gratitude to both of you for being here, for joining our energy, our love, our power, our intentions together. I want to give gratitude for Mother Sophia for supporting us in the way she, she does so that we can be here today. To all the Ascended Masters, Archangels, Goddesses, Goddess Team, Elemental Star Beings, Interstellar Beings, everyone who was present and participating, we are so grateful. 
we send this prayer out to humanity and all consciousness, all earthbound planets who are dealing with this energy. May they receive of this love and light. And so we, with gratitude and love, close this sacred circle. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dragon Heart Ascension Podcast. If you want to learn more about the 13 stages of ascension, then download a copy of my ebook, Christ Codes 2029 Ascension Mastery. Go to ChristCodes.com to get your copy now.